0: what's up everyone it's nice to have you join me again on another episode of my high performance podcast for men but look if you're a lovely lady who's also listening to this podcast then welcome most of the things i say and how i say things is catered towards men but please welcome enjoy whatever i'm about to say and let's have some fun okay I've had quite an interesting few days in terms of my coaching career. As most of you know, I just finished the 10-day performance camp. But on the side, I would also train other men. And these men don't have nearly as much of a high commitment as what Will went through these last 10 days. These guys are, I would say, casuals. They train once or twice a week and they say they have goals and sometimes they get there, sometimes they don't. But for most of these guys, it's about getting healthy. Anyway, a few guys approached me this weekend and they told me about their goals and how they would like to achieve them. And I'm all for setting goals. I'm also extremely, I would say, aware that a lot of people will say certain things and they don't necessarily follow through And as a coach, my job is sometimes to point out to them that they Unfortunately are a little bit full of shit Obviously, I won't say it in that way But I do have to make sure that I do my job and I have the uncomfortable conversation to tell them that they have gone back on their word And I haven't just done this for my clients. I've done it for my friends. I've done it for the people who just ask for my advice, I've done it in my consults as well. When guys tell me about all the things that they want to achieve, and when you really break it down, when you really ask them, okay, well, what's the plan? Or what have you done so far? You quickly realize that everything they've said are just words, and everything around them starts to crumble. They start to stumble on their words, and you realize, oh, this guy has built up a fantasy in their mind. And they actually are full of shit. So what I've decided to do today is give you five signs to know if he's actually full of shit. And this could be your friend. This could be a close male friend or just somebody who you know. This could be your client. For the ladies listening, this could actually be somebody you're considering dating or entering a long-term relationship with. Or maybe this is Even your husband, I don't know, I'm not exactly sure what situation you're in. However, here's what I will say. You can't apply what I'm about to say to women. Because we know that men and women are different, okay? We know this. Men and women are more similar than they are different, but there are large differences between the two sexes, and it affects how they behave. So even though I'm talking on the, on the basis of men, it doesn't mean that everything I say is 100% correct on men. Nothing is ever 100 correct when, 100% correct when it comes to the sexes, but it's pretty accurate. So I've given you five reasons, okay? And I'm gonna explain a little bit about why these are important. Reason number one, if you have a mate who's always got a reason why he continues to do something or he just won't do something okay if you've got a mate for example who says he's going to quit smoking but he continues to smoke you ask them okay you said you were going to smoke what's what's stopping you and they'll say something like It's been really busy at work, and I just don't have the mental capacity to do do that. And then you say, okay. And you wait till the point where maybe after a couple of weeks, work's not as busy. And you ask them again, how's work? They say, oh, it's been pretty good now. Everything's settled down. And then they go outside, they draw a cigarette, and they start smoking. And then you ask them, dude, I thought you said that when work calmed down, that you were going to stop smoking. This is called the backup reason. The backup reason is when the first reason runs out, then he starts with another reason. Oh no. Nah, it's because I've been stressed out from other things. Maybe my girlfriend's been giving me the shits, so I continue to smoke. But then you say, "But you said that after work you'd stop smoking." And, you, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's just I will, I will, I will. It's just that after my girlfriend stops being So stress stressful and stressing me out, then I'm going to stop smoking. That's the backup reason. And you bet that after a year's time when the girlfriend is not exactly stressing him out anymore, he will continue to be smoking because deep down, deep down, he doesn't want to quit. Deep down, he just says he wants to quit. Maybe he wants to sound good in front of you. Maybe he wants to sound good even to himself, but deep down, he doesn't want to quit. And that's why, no matter how many times he gives you a reason, there's always going to be another reason. There's always going to be a backup reason, and another backup reason, and another backup reason. Girls, if this is the guy you're you're dating, I'm not saying that he's a bad person, okay? but you just have to know that his word probably doesn't mean that much. If he makes you a promise, something large like he wants to marry you and stay with you forever, I don't know. If he can't keep his word to something as simple as I'm going to quit smoking or I'm going to look after my health or anything to do with some sort of behavior change, if he can't keep his word to that, Do you really think that he could keep his word to something like marriage, which is the hardest thing you can do in life, in my opinion, besides raising children? It's one of the hardest things you could do. Okay, so that's number one. He's always got a reason. And after that reason runs out, he's got a backup reason. Number two, he never takes accountability for the things that go wrong in his life. This is... Definitely for both sexes. However in men in particular when something happens, let's just say someone's late I've had this many times in my sessions if some of my clients are late, I will call them and say hey Where are you and 90% of people will say something like oh my god, my alarm didn't go off. I'm so sorry. I'm not on my way now or Oh my god something happened, I'm on my way. But there's always a something and then they come. Not many people will pick up the phone and just say, Phil, I'm sorry, I'm late, I'm on my way. They don't give you a reason because the reason in itself is a cushion. The reason in itself abdicates responsibility. And don't get me wrong, there have been times where I am definitely late, I have definitely fucked up i didn't listen to my phone properly i didn't set my alarm properly and i have let it slip that i'm so sorry i didn't set my phone alarm on my on my way and in those moments i have to catch myself because the appropriate response would have been i'm sorry i fucked up i'm on my way and if you were to ask me what happened then i would say look i know this sounds really really irresponsible but I just didn't really set my alarm properly that's it and that's just something like being late now imagine imagine that you have a friend who's constantly in failed relationships they get a girlfriend for 46 months it doesn't work out and then they get into a mode where they're constantly blaming the other girlfriend and what they did right and how they as the man or they as the boyfriend were such a good partner but it was her that was the problem it was her that couldn't see how amazing he was you don't know her side of the story okay but you know your mate and you know your mate has has things that you may not like even you don't like it's in him as a mate but if he fails to say I could have done this better or I could have been nicer to her in this situation things like that, if he doesn't have that bone in him where he's able to take on board the areas where he fucked up and own it, then he's definitely full of shit. Because one day, one day, don't call it a relationship, but one day, within your own relationship as boys, if something happens between the two of you, most likely this person will blame you. Most likely this person will say, you were the problem and he was fine. And you on the other side will know that, no, it was probably a two-way street. I didn't do that well. You didn't do that well. But for some reason, you think everything is my fault. So number two, he never takes accountability for the things that go wrong in his life. Number three, he makes a lot of promises but never keeps them. He makes a lot of promises, but never keeps them. He makes them to you. He makes them to himself, but he never keeps them. This is the mate who says, Hey, whatever happens in the next six months, I'll be there. Any, anytime you call me, I'll be there. You call him and he says, Oh, no, sorry, man, I'm busy today. I can't make it. This is the mate who Always says he'll catch up with you in a couple weeks time, but never does. This is the mate who says, you're one of the most important people in my life. And I'm sorry that I haven't been staying in touch with you. And you'll never hear from him for the next two or three years. If this is your boyfriend, this is the boyfriend that will tell you that he's going going to change some sort of behavior. He's going to apologize and say, hey, Babe, I'm sorry, I could do that better. I promise you I'll be better next time. And next time comes around, it's the same shit. See, ultimately, these people say these things because they don't want to feel bad in the moment. Sometimes they don't want to feel bad in the moment, but also they don't want to make you feel bad in the moment. And you might think that that's a nice thing to do, And it is. It's a nice thing to do. But it is not a kind thing to do. Because on a shallow level, if we're just acquaintances, that's fine. Like, I didn't know you anyway. But on a deeper level, if you are supposed to be boys, and I'm supposed to be able to rely on you as one of my good friends, and you make those promises to me, then you've just thrown our friendship in the bin. Or at the very least, our friendship although I may take it seriously, doesn't mean that much to you. So be very careful about people or mates who constantly promise you things. They say they're going to be there, but they they never are. They say they're going to take you out for dinner, but they never are. They say they're going to help you, but they never do. These are the sort of people who just leech on your friendship, but you won't get that much back in return. Number four this one is a an observational one, but they make a joke out of everything everything We all have that friend in the past who even if it's one of the most inappropriate moments you could choose will make a joke anything happens that's serious, he's the person with a joke if something touching happens, something sensitive happens, he makes a joke. He might even joke about your accomplishments. You might think that this is a, maybe he's just a funny trait. However, what I've learned over the years is these are the types of people who just cannot take anything seriously. If you are in the same room as this person, when some one is crying or having a breakdown or getting really angry, these people will make a joke because they are uncomfortable with the seriousness in that room. And by extension, sometimes they are uncomfortable with the seriousness in their life. They aren't able to sit there and have a serious conversation with you as a friend or even with their partners because ultimately they don't feel comfortable in that raw emotional state so they deflect with humor they make everything funny and it's very it's lovable i suppose it's lovable but it's an escape this is the mate who in the worst time when you're going through a hard time will say well at least it wasn't this or you could have done better here Ultimately, they perceive that the only way out of any situation that's uncomfortable is by being funny or making a joke out of it. And you and I both know that that is true to an extent for some such situations, but at other times, it actually takes balls to be serious and go, we shouldn't be joking about this until we've completed or solved this issue. Because beyond the joke, they don't have much to offer you. Beyond the funny side of things, they can't give you any constructive feedback or advice that you might want from a very close friend, especially if you're going through a rough time in your life. Number five. This one's a big one. When this friend tells you something about what's going on in their life, they only look for you to agree. They only want you to tell them that they're right. That the situation was against them. That they've done everything properly, that they did everything perfectly. There was no way they could have done wrong. And when you decide to challenge them or just ask an open ended question, they become defensive. These are the mates who will question you and gaslight you about your loyalty or whether you're a true friend. If, you're, if you just think maybe there's two sides to their story, these are the mates who say you're being too serious when you call them out on certain things. These are the mates who say, Why are you being like the other people? You know, why are you being like the people that I, ha- I had an argument against? These are the mates who will do anything to justify their own ego and why they decided to do what they did. And no matter how many times you try and make, it, make them see that maybe the problem is themselves, all they ever do is either stonewall you or call you a bad friend. If you have a friend like this, who's only really interested in what you can say to agree with them or comfort them, that's not really your friend. Because the moment that you have your own opinion that isn't aligned with theirs, They will discard you. And I have had this happen to me in the past. Not just from guys, but girls as well. And in this current political climate, it depends on whatever you're talking about. But if you have a disagreement, these are the friends who will just not talk to you anymore. One might argue that you don't need these people in your life, and if you did then maybe I'd agree. But at the same time, if everyone's being truly, truly honest with each other, No one is going to have 100% agreed opinions. Even amongst my own close friends, we disagree on certain things. But the disagreement is a process for us to explore and to understand each other's point of view. We don't lose our friendship over it. In fact, we are curious as to why the other person thinks this way. So that's it, guys. That's my five tips For how you can spot whether your friend is full of shit. To give you a quick recap. Number one. He's always got a reason why he didn't do something. And then after that reason expires. He then has a backup reason. Number two. He never takes accountability for all the things that go wrong in his life. It's never his fault. Number three. He promises you a lot of things. But he never keeps them. No promise ever comes through. Number four. He makes a joke out of everything. Everything is jokeable. Nothing's off limits. There's no such thing as bad timing. He has to be the funny person. And number five, they are only interested in your company when you agree with them, when you are able to support their views. But when you're not, they don't talk to you. In fact, they might even say that you're a bad friend. Using these five tips, guys, I hope you're able to spot the friends that are full of shit. I'm not saying you have to ditch them, but just be careful. Just be careful. You don't want to be with people who really aren't able to be a good friend to you and you can't be a good friend to them. Until next time, guys, thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next podcast.